All right. So, uh, what? Well, first of all, thank you, Russ, uh, for consistency in preaching uh, to us as a community. We are incredibly thankful for that. Um, what you maybe didn't know when you showed up this morning, uh, showing up for a Sunday service, is that you were also going to get to be a part of the annual business meeting this morning. Huh? How exciting is this? Like a little surprise, right? So uh, in March, typically, is our annual business meeting that we do. For uh, many, many years, uh, for like the first eight years that I was on staff, we would do our annual business meeting and we'd have it directly following service. Anybody is always welcome to come and we would have, uh, go into like a side room and there would be like three total people there just really getting into the books, learning about what's going on in new community. And, uh, and that was fine and that was good. But um, We've begun to kind of change the way that we run our business meeting, and we put it into a service. Typically, we surprise you with it so that people will stick around and be a part of it. Uh, but we do this because we actually believe that this information is critically important for us as a community. Um, to understand how is our church operating, how is this organization operating, uh, and it's not just numbers and dollars and cents and all that kind of stuff. It actually, I believe, is a deeply spiritual thing. And so, uh, therefore, it's important that we as a family uh, know this and understand this. So, uh, I'm hopeful this will take maybe 10 to 15 minutes uh, and that you guys will hang with me through some of this because it's, uh, it's really good information. Uh, for 25 years, New Community has been around for over 25 years, if you did not know that. Uh, God has been incredibly faithful uh, to our community, uh, to our church family, and has resourced this church in remarkable ways. So this is the one day a year that we take to celebrate that and to recognize that, and then to also come around some collective dreams as we think through what does this coming year look like for our church family. So we're going to begin uh, kind of organizationally, and we'll talk about a little bit what has happened in 2019. Uh, so in 2019, we had one uh, significant staff change. Carter, who we'd hired in, uh, let's see, I think like uh, August or September of 2018, we hired him to help start our new community uh, um, youth ministry, and after a year in that role, came to the conclusion that long-term it was not going to be a great fit for him uh, personally. And so, uh, although we were incredibly uh, grieved to have lost him in that role, we were deeply thankful for the service that he gave in that year. We were able, after about three months uh, of a search, to hire Melanie Scott last August, so this is in 2009, to an interim position for six months to help kind of uh, transition us with our youth ministry and serve in that role. And just in this last January, two months ago, or I guess like a month ago, uh, our elders kind of collectively came around Melanie and said, you have been absolutely crushing it. And uh, we want to extend this position. So she is now in an ongoing kind of role in, uh, in youth ministry as our director of that. Um, and then outside of that, 2019, we did not have any other staff changes. So, so you know, Britt Connolly, who uh, is upstairs with our kids, she will celebrate two years on staff this year. Ed, who uh, kind of came along with the building when we purchased the building. Ed is our maintenance guy and understands this place inward and outward. He's been with us for three years now. Brooke will celebrate uh, three years on staff. Is Brooke in here right now? She was up here uh, and spoke just a little bit earlier. She's right there. She'll be uh, on or celebrate three years on staff. Julie, who uh, is not here this weekend, um, 
but has been with us for now seven years in this year. This will be my 11th year on staff, and then Russ, this will be his 13th year on staff, okay? So just so you know, in terms of like church staffing, those are some pretty remarkable numbers. There is a lot of turnover uh, in churches, especially kind of in our current context uh, of churching in America. So to have uh, people with a lot of longevity is a, is a pretty cool thing and I think reflects well on our community and how you support us and care for us and love us as, uh, as your staff people. Uh, the building, this will be our third anniversary in the building this Easter. We continue to partner with a number of different agencies, so here are some of the people that we're partnering with specifically in this building. Shalom continues to operate in the basement. They're serving, they're uh, estimating right now five to 6,000 meals a month out of the basement of this building, which is remarkable. Uh, 90 plus offices out of the building and has extensively utilized the indoor soccer center downstairs. I talked with Russ this morning, uh, who is a significant part of 90 plus. They estimate about a thousand kids coming through this building over the course of um, uh, the winter season as we rent that space out downstairs. So a thousand kids coming in and out of this building over the course of the winter. And they have over 500 kids specifically engaged with their programs uh, and they office out of here. Young Life, uh, which we heard from Hans, let's see, was that last week or the week before? Um, he was the one that tried to share again when he wasn't supposed to share here uh, a minute ago with the metaphors. Uh, Young Life continues their partnership with us. They've been with us for a number of years now. They office upstairs. They have a staff of three people. Uh, they have about 300 kids in weekly programs around Spokane, and uh, Hans estimates about 600 kids are engaged in uh, some sort of kind of mentoring or relationship with their leaders in, uh, in and throughout middle schools and high schools in the Spokane area. Uh, first Things First, which is the organizing body of the 12-step programs that we house here, uh, they're in this building. They have meetings every single day, 365 days a year. Okay, uh, so in addition to all of this, then there's a, we host nonprofit meetings that uh, just need the space. We've got family promises that continue, uh, family promise that continues to use the space a couple of times a year for their ministry, uh, weddings, events, all sorts of stuff. By and large, the building is getting used in some pretty remarkable ways. Um, so we have continued to kind of diligently work to upkeep this building. The space that we're in right now is about 100 years old. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort to keep this place running. Um, we've had two very, very significant building things that happened this year. We had the leak last February. You guys remember that? It was glorious. Uh, there was a significant kind of freeze-thaw cycle that happened last February. Our roof right over this little section here leaked. All that water came in and into the coffee room, and it was about a six-month fix. Our insurance stepped in, uh, covered all of that, but it was a very, very significant uh, insurance claim, but we got it all taken care of. Uh, and then we had a second issue that happened this summer where we got to reline a part of the sewer in the basement. Tons of pride of ownership on that one. You spend about 10,000 bucks and we get a little bit of a new sewer line. It was awesome. So uh, that was a shared cost between New Community and Shalom, just so you know. 
So all that to say regarding the building, we moved with the intention of utilizing this building for the kingdom of God in downtown Spokane. And I can say up here, and I hope that you recognize hearing these stats, that it is being used for some incredible kingdom ways. Every single day of the year, people are in this space being cared for, being loved, being shown the love and grace and mercy of Christ. So please give yourselves a round of applause for taking that step. All right, we'll move to money. 2019 was a big year for us. I stood up here about this time last year and said that uh, after discussions with our elder team, with our staff, that our budget needed to increase by about $100,000 in order to continue to operate in the ways that we felt God calling us to operate in the city. To be very honest, I was up here and I was quite skeptical that that would actually happen. So things that I'm saying, things that I'm hopeful for, knowing and trusting that God is faithful, also saying there's not a chance that this actually happens. We set our budget at $438,000 for last year, and between our tithes and offerings and our youth pastor uh, fund that came in uh, specifically for our youth ministry, $433,000 came in last year. Add in the addition of our rental income, which was about $30,000 last year, we brought in a total of $460,000 in 2019. Pause there, take a deep breath, because that is remarkable. We said we needed an increase of $100,000, and God met us more than we could have ever expected. So uh, a, a pretty phenomenal year. Our actual expenses last year were $393,000. We underspent our budget a little bit uh, for the operation and ministry expenses of this place. Plus, we were able to set aside $40,000 that goes to missions and giving. So that $40,000 is money that leaves this place, goes into local community and into the global community through different partnerships that we have. But that's money that we say right off the top, it's kind of our church tithe to say, hey, this is going out of these doors and into the greater uh, kingdom, the greater uh, community where God needs to use it in whatever ways that he sees fit, which is pretty awesome. So all that to say... Where we landed at the end of last year was $30,000 in the positive, which I do not remember a time in New Communities history where we landed in the positive by $30,000. So again, God is incredibly, incredibly faithful. So we celebrate this, but I want to pause for a moment and say one more thing. Our church community gracefully walked through something pretty significant this last November, our Imago Day series. So to fully welcome the LGBTQ plus community into the sacramental par- uh, participation of this church was absolutely the right movement. But to be honest, it was a significant risk on our part when you think through organizationally, what does this mean for people? What does this mean for funding? We were hopeful for God's protection and yet also keenly aware that historically there is a effect on churches when they make this movement, right? But. God met us in incredible, incredible ways. I don't believe God works in a like a this for that scenario, meaning he brings money if you make the right decisions or he holds favor back if you make the wrong decisions. I do, however, believe that God has equipped this community with thoughtful and incredibly faithful people that actually lean into their conviction and respond when invited. We are not a homogeneous community in thought or theology, but we are a unified community 
one that is committed to this church and to God's work through it. And we can see that in the way that people gave time and money over the last year. And that is to be really commended. So well done, new community. So, 2020. Here's where uh, our budget looks like for this year. So this is the dreams, the things that we're hopeful for this year. Our budget is set right around the same place it was set last year. There is not, we don't anticipate significant changes moving forward in this year. So uh, you can look at the slide and kind of get an idea of how does $438,000, what does that break out to? How do we spend that money over the course of the year? I will say the Imago Day series did not come without a cost. So we've had discussions with a small handful of people that have gracefully found themselves needing to worship in a different context. We've grieved the loss of those people in our local family, but also find hope in the fact that we are still very much a part of the family of God. And so we get eternity with these people, right? So as these folks have moved on, there will certainly be some financial realities that we have to understand. So after just two months, January and February, which is not a very big uh, slice of the pie in order to look at, but if we take just those two months, we can project out what this coming year looks like. And what it looks like is about four or $348,000 coming in in our tithes and offerings, about $30,000 coming in in rent, totaling $377,000, or $61,000 short of our budget, the $438,000, all right? I think this slide shows it right there. So here is my call, my encouragement to you. If you are not participating, now might very well be the time. And I don't say this because I'm the business guy, because I do spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff, but I say it as a friend, I say it as a pastor, and I say it because I believe it's the call on each of our lives. God has called us in to use his resources for the kingdom. And this is a place, very possibly, that you might say, I would like to begin to step in and participate in that way. Last year, we saw... uh, this is kind of where it gets like into a dirty church word, giving units. All right, let me con- give you some context about what a giving unit is. <clears throat> Last year, we saw our unique giving units, which is just like the way that we talk about either a person or a family that gives to new communities. So it's like a last name that's attached to giving. We saw our unique giving units increase from 125 in 2018 to 159 in 2019. So that's 34 additional people that stepped in or additional families that stepped in and say, I want to participate financially with new community. That's pretty remarkable. 34 additional people is, uh, that's, that's really cool. If we were to average out 159 giving units at new community, based on what the numbers are that are coming in, People, on average, give $2,722 a year or $225 a month, all right? So that's, on average, what the giving unit gives to new community. If we were to increase our giving units by 22 people this coming year, we would meet our budget, no problem. 22 additional giving units, people, family that say, I want to step in, I want to participate, I want to give in this way, and they gave kind of at that average level. If 200 people 
stepped up. So that would be an additional 41 people stepped up and begin to participate in that way. Our revenue would be $544,000, and we would be able to give $60,000 outside of this place into the local and global community that's beyond this place. That is our goal. That is what we are prayerful for in this coming year. All right? So certainly not everybody can give $225 a month. I understand that. Certainly there are people that can give way more than $225 a month. This is exactly how averages work, right? Okay? We know this. So let me leave you with this. If you don't currently give, consider it. If you've not participated in this way at New Community, all I would say is consider it. If you believe in what we're doing, consider to partner with us in this way. Not only because you are a disciple, and I believe it's the call on all disciples, but because you are a part of this family. And families step up and families help out. So we've got some ways to get involved. All right here, if you, uh, you can give online, you can text, you can drop cash in the buckets, any of those ways helps. If you have more questions, you want to look actually at the numbers, I've got a bunch of printouts up here. I will stick around up here. Uh, I believe Sarah might even come up here. She helps us with the books. Uh, as our accountant, she'll come up here. Um, and you can ask any questions. This is, we will be as open with our finances as anybody asks. So this is all common stuff for everybody in our family uh, here, our church family, to know about if they would like to. So we'll be up here and be able to answer any questions that you may have. All right? Uh, with that said, I'm going to pray, and then I'll bring Russ back up. God, we pause for a moment to recognize your faithfulness, to recognize that you are a God of provision, a God that continues to meet our needs, and in this last year exceeded our needs in remarkable ways. Lord, we pray that the dreams, the plans that we have set for 2020 would be honoring to you, that they would be in line with the movement of your spirit, God, that they would make your love known in this community, not just within new community, but locally in Spokane and beyond. May we be a people that is committed a people that is faithful, a people that is willing to give. And as we give, Lord, help us to understand you more in that process. God, we are thankful to be a part of this place, and we ask for your continued hand of protection upon it. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for being a part of the business meeting. If you would stand.